Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Today we're talking about love. Love. It's quite appropriate to talk about love today. Uh, on Saturday we have a lovers gathering. Now, if you haven't registered, you need to find the link. Someone somewhere in this room has that link for the registration. Uh, it is only 60,000 per couple and the money is for the food. The gathering is free. The food is not. Uh, you like you get it huh so the 60k covers two people your break tea something your lunch and who knows uh everything else is free including the love now some of you have reached out saying look because in the registration there is your name and then your lover's name now <laughs> Some of you reached out and said, look, my lover's name is not yet known. I'm walking by faith here. And faith is the evidence of things not yet seen. So this morning, they adjusted and they have created a link for those whose lovers are invisible at the moment. <laughs> they are yet to come or they traveled or the something you know they are not going to be around uh but you know either they are not yet paralyzed but you want to come so you can also register it's only thirty thousand if you're coming by yourself if you're coming with your lover it's sixty thousand what a love oh. amen so please do that we'll start at nine so don't arrive at nine Events here at Worship Harvest start at 6 o'clock a.m. But because this is the lovers gathering, it doesn't make sense to start at 6 o'clock. Yeah, because we will give all sorts of excuses why they are late. Like, <laughs> so, we will start at 9, so come by 8.30, register, settle in, and at 9 we will be taking off with just too much love in the air. Makes sense. So that's the last announcement, and we get into the word. Amen. Now, uh, the uh, uh, one one of the shooks will be here for that lovers gathering, representing both my wife and I will be here. Is yeah. Look, we've been going at it for nineteen years. We know a thing or two. Oh yes. Yeah, the Oculus will also be here. There's some sort of specialists in splashing love upon people until they catch it. So don't miss. But this morning I want to talk about the love of Jesus. Hey, the love of Jesus. Now, it's just appropriate that uh, our friends, the directors of Andrew Mark Ministries of Uganda are in the house. They're over there. Just, just wave. Just wave. Yes. Because uh, my story, our story of knowing the love of God starts with Andrew Womack Ministries. So in 2006, 
we started this church knowing not what we were doing except just following a leading by god we were few young and really no one gave us a chance we were so few that during praise and worship there usually were about two to three people in the crowd <laughs> since we had been a worship team most of the people were on the stage stage also in quotes because we used to meet at a veranda of a restaurant we started in the restaurant then the restaurant owners figured out we were few enough to use the veranda so they moved us from the restaurant to the veranda thus began the story of worship purpose those of you who are scared to begin just begin you never know where the thing will go Don't, just start that business start that ministry if god has called you to do it just do it like nike because you never know a few years later where the thing is going to go especially if you're faithful and consistent anyway so what was happening is we really don't didn't know what we were doing so i even didn't know what to preach can you imagine you start a church and you don't know what to preach so i just used to watch a certain television station that i'll not tell you and then i would pick whatever the preachers were pre preaching there dust it off a little bit and deliver it now needless to say the growth wasn't happening a lot but we were determined and fired up in fact our, our, our overall uh, vision at the time was to survive and prove those who had said that would wind up in weeks wrong yeah so we started in April and we hung on for dear life uh, through to around June now in June a mighty miracle happened you see there are minor miracles and then there are major miracles this was major in spite of our being few and far between uh, <laughs> literally a gentleman called John Cato JK we call him JK came and joined us with his whole family now it was JK Gladys his wife plus five children those are seven human beings when you are around 13 or 15 of you that one family is like 35 percent of the congregation so the sundays they didn't come were very depressing because it was evident there were no people are not here so so this was june june 2006 so one of those days jk comes to me and says do you have a bible study and says what do you do because you know when you start a church you just copy everything so they have services we have services they do bible study we do bible study they have small groups we have small groups even though we are a small group yeah, you don't, you don't know to have to be many to have small groups. Even though you're a small group, you have small groups. So anyway, he said, "Do you have a Bible?" I said, "We have a Bible study." And said, "What do you do in the Bible study?" I said, "We just come and argue about different things." Yeah, not even marriage. There was there was only one one. I was the only one who was married. So we would argue about closing eyes while praying and other such. Very really, you know, would pick like the most complex things that people don't agree on. Then we would, yeah, we would argue about those kind of things. 
so he said i have this thing i have this bible study course we can try it out if it works we're gone if if you like it if you don't like it you can go back to what we are doing i like okay no loss let's do it so he comes and brings the discipleship evangelism course by andrew Womack. okay it was done by andrew Womack and don crow who used to be his associate when we started the de course oh my god you know when your whole christian experience is rules and regulations without biblical evidence now the problem with this bible study was that they didn't teach you yeah like Andromach could be on the screen for only 10 minutes explaining what's going to happen then we would go through the study it was question and answer thing and then they would give you homework and the only way to do the homework you had to read your bible because they would show you where to go they would say according to john 3 6, 16 god saw dash the dash that he dash his only begotten dash that whoever dash in him may have dash so we had to read our bibles to fill in the questions because every time you came it was on tuesdays every even every time you came the first thing was to go through the scripts and jk because he owned a, a printing business he used to print and just give us for free a now we didn't we were not ready for what happened next because one by one god started sorting our lives in a major way oh yes for me my biggest testimony was my marriage which was uh, not on the rock but rather on the rocks <laughs> that just changed turned around like night and day we had been married three years at the time and it was quite tumultuous uh, to say the least and painful yeah, like they say weddings are made in heaven the marriages are on earth uh we're having a really earthly one <laughs> and it was so hard i was like why did i get married don't put up your hand if you have ever asked yourself that question uh we are in church now is everyone okay the people here are fine okay so we do the thing our marriage completely turns around in about three i don't even remember you know it wasn't like conscious you know like a day comes and you realize we are not quarreling what's wrong you know yeah? you're like what what's happening with me why, why aren't i angry why aren't i bitter why aren't i quarreling you know when you're so used to living in the flesh eh? and then the flesh is subdued you can feel uncomfortable yeah like people who survive on being annoyed and playing victim then they give you the power and you're like now what do i do all along i was surviving on blaming everyone else now i'm the one in charge of my life so that's what happened 
and my mar our marriage was completely turned around we started seeing miracles people kicked uh, addictions they had had for years people got healed I remember a certain young man who used to use a crutch got healed and started walking so many miracles happened and our lives were turned upside down all right right side up and then of course we got excited about what we were learning and we started teaching it in church and then the church started growing people who were tired of their religious experience hung up on religion and you've been to church all your life and they've squeezed you until there is nothing left because it's laws laws rules 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 they came out of the woodwork people started coming people were chucked church many years ago and then of course that came with its own problems because now they called us a cult hey, i was like in all my life it had never been my vision or dream to ever be called a cult leader <laughs> now here i was uh, everyone is calling me a cult leader what a shock and i'm like no i'm just too excited about the thing look my marriage has been healed these people are healed something is going on out. anyway 16 years later here we are <laughs> growing serving loving because of the love that jesus has for us amen everything that we are and everything that we do is because of the love with which we've been loved because you can't give what you don't have when the bible says husbands love your wives the way christ loves the church they are not talking about emotions they are not talking about eros love that thing where you see the person and then your heart bangs a somersault and lands on its back no jesus wasn't feeling any of that stuff when he was up there on the cross it was pain but what enabled him to love us is that the father had said of him this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased and when god said that about jesus he had done nothing he hadn't yet started the ministry so i like continuing to remind our leaders here and mission community leaders and everyone that it is not your what you do that makes god love you god doesn't love you because you're lovely god loves you because he is love just like water is wet sugar is sweet fire is hot god is love if you taste it and it's not sweet it's not sugar if you touch it and it's not hot it's not fire brothers if you come out of the bathroom and it wasn't wet it's not water <laughs> i know some people have this other bathing method where you just spread your arms in the wind <laughs> and you go back like i feel fresh enough to sleep no it's gotta be wet for it to be water am i making sense 
so while you're <laughs> dry cleaning yeah so while you're loving serving preaching pastoring be conscious of god's love for you otherwise you'll dry up and start being angry and kicking the cat and the members of your mc start removing people from the group so and so has been <laughs> 30 40 percent have been removed no, 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 no. It might not be that the members are bad. It just might be you're too stressed. You're not focusing on the Father's love for you. That's why we take out a whole, two whole months, June and December in worship service, to not be too active in ministry. Just focus on His love for us. Because if you don't charge the phone at night, it will disturb you during the day. Some people don't know that you charge to use you don't use to charge you charge to use you don't use to charge that's why after man was created which was the sixth day the very first day of man's existence was the sabbath doing nothing our first day as humanity in creation was to do nothing it was to be with god when Jesus invited his disciples in Mark, the, is it chapter 3? The first assignment was to be with him. Our first assignment as believers is to be with, spend time with the Father. And then out of that comes ministry. Amen. Give me First John 4, 8. Together. Beloved. Let us love one another for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He says, Be what's the first word? Beloved. This love affair to be known by you has meant so much more to me and I could ever dream All I live for All my desire Is to lift your name on high And to live your love This love affair to be known by you has meant so much more to me than I could ever dream. All I live for, all my desire is to lift your name on high and to live your love oh yes that's what it's about church is not about all the things you haven't done those are too many you'll never arrive you live your whole life regretting church is about all the things christ has done so that we can walk in and have a relationship with god that's why it starts john the one who is known as the disciple of love starts this instruction with beloved the business of loving is for the beloved 
Ah. Mm. You see, it doesn't say, unloved one, let us love one another. No. You can't love if you don't know that you're beloved. That's why it says, this is my beloved son. In please. He hadn't done the fasting. He hadn't done his first healing. He hadn't done any ministry. Just beloved. Oh, yes. I can tell you, this is going to change your life radically. It changed mine. It will change yours. Some people don't understand why I seem to live on as if I'm on steroids the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm more energy than I'm 20 years old. It's just... I feel so loved. I feel so loved. I never seem to run out of resources to love people with somehow. And you know, the most loved person in the whole world is right here. It's me. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. When I look at my life and how God has rescued me every single time. I, I mean, when are you going to stop bailing me out? Oh yes. Oh yeah. I'm the most ba- like heaven is always planning years ahead. Like over here he's going to mess up. Then he will mess up there. So prepare this one. Prepare. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. You see this church here. We will have messed it up already. But every time God is preparing to bail me out, even now. I know he's already bailing me out about things I don't even know about. Oh, yes. I am God's beloved. Amen. Our, our son is called Kirk David Mukisa. Kirk is Scottish for church. David is Hebrew for beloved. Mukisa is, I guess, Lusoga for blessing so his name means that the beloved church shall be a blessing yeah that's the meaning of his name the beloved church shall be a blessing Kirk David Mukisa so the next time you meet him just know you're looking at a prophecy the beloved church shall be a blessing the reason worship harvest is a blessing is we're a beloved church Look, I don't know any church where you're going to go and understand how you're loved more than this one. Yeah. Sometimes we might kick you in the behind if we realize you're taking things for granted. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. Love is not of man. Love is foreign to you. Love is foreign to me. The things we do get falling in love. You know when you're falling, you're going from a higher elevation to a lower one. That's why people struggle in marriages because they got in with the wrong vehicle. They fail in love. If you're falling in love, you're descending. You're not ascending. The gathering has started. Yeah. I can guarantee all of you 
who are going to get married that that initial feeling where you feel like you're about to get a heart attack will not last the whole yeah <laughs> yeah let me just give you some truth yeah and i know even now you're listening to me are saying this one is dumb he does doesn't know the person i feel for the person hey you're not the first one to feel the person my friend yeah true love is not of man it's foreign to man that's why divorce cases are skyrocketing the, the less in places where people have less anchor in god and faith in god divorce is higher because love is foreign that thing you think you love a person you're just fascinated with them after you've get, got to know them really well the fascination wears off yeah it's called infatuation you know a thing that you haven't touched feels so yeah that's you go to the bond you look at all these cars you're drooling then you buy it you're blasting through the portals like yeah the fascination wears off when i, I first got my current car oof, the way i went through the portals It's like, will you arrive? They call it new cast syndrome. NCS. You're just negotiating like this. Now, just dust and I don't know what. It's like, we'll buy shock absorbers. Love is foreign to man. Just take that home why love is of god yeah love is of god love is not of man look at what he says in verse 8 he who does not love does not know god for god is love love is of god because god is love the thing i was telling you just like sugar is sweet fire is hot water is wet god is love the only two things in the Bible where they describe God in first narrative like that. God is light and God is love. Only two. Are we together? Are you feeling loved already by God? Oh yes. I just want to tell someone here. God loves you. Just stop stressing with people. That day you find out how much God loves you. Ah. You'll be like, hey, that's what you think of me. It's okay. It's not a, a big deal. Someone bigger than you thinks well of me. Mm. Oh, yes. Verse 9. In this is love. Uh -uh. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. God's love is manifested by his sending Jesus that through him we might live. Manifestation. Love must be manifested. Love is not spoken. <laughs> I love you. Ah, yeah. And then you feel like 
all the sweat glands have stopped working. No, my friend. <laughs> Love is manifested. That's why we tell people uh, <laughs> yeah, all these things. Put a ring on it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's manifestation. I'm, I'm trying to prove something. So love is manifested. The Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Much of the manifestation of love is giving. Yeah. If you want to know if you're a person who loves, just examine your giving. How you give your time, how you give your resources, how you give your energy, how you give your skill. That's love. Love is not feelings. Love is practical. Love is a verb. It's a doing word. But you know why we find it so hard? Because we haven't received. Look, it doesn't matter how determined you are. If the phone is not charged, the battery is going to go off and you can't use it. Your best bet is to charge it. And when you charge it, you don't even have to think about it. If you connect your life with God, you'll never have to think about loving. It will be an outflow. You just love. You just give. You just manifest love. Amen. Verse 10. In this is love. <laughs> this is a sensitive one. Are you ready? Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the payment for us in what he's saying is that yes you love god but when you think about all your love for god and you compare it to his love for you your love for god is is not is, is nothing it's not there you shouldn't talk about it is it making sense it's a bit like uh do you know katochi you have a katochi okay not they no longer use katochi your phone has a, a light flashlight at midday you shouldn't use your flashlight out there in the field looking for something what's the point there is a greater light where yours is useless now in places where it is dark your light is needed someone said the, the, the darker it is the brighter your light will shine. Right? So out there in the world, it's dark and our light is needed. We need to switch it on. With God, no. God, God's love for you is infinitely greater than your love for him. In fact, Peter is one who boasted of loving Jesus. He says, no one will touch you when I'm around. You know the things that you, we make promises, eh? Yeah. I will cross the oceans for you. I will cross the oceans for you. I'll, I'll do what? I'll bring you the moon. Look. It took the US government 10 years to send a man there. You, you want to bring it to the person. My goodness. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'll bring you the moon. Eh? Hey, what a shock. 
I'll give anything, everything to fall in love just this one time. lyrics, I will never be enough. I'll give everything. To fall in love. Then soon they had a pastor's office for counseling. You're like, what happened? <laughs> so that was Peter telling Jesus, Jesus, me, and burn and touch you when I'm around. Whoa. I got you. Where are you go when they go? Where you fall is where you fall. I read the guys came. <laughs> like what happened to all the promises? Oh yeah, that's where some of you have been promising God. Especially when the year is beginning. Lord, this year I'm going to fast a hundred days and I'll go to church. I'll and God is like, just keep quiet and eat your portion, you know. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> that was Peter. He was nowhere to be seen when Jesus was being crucified. On the other hand, there was an apostle called John. In his own book, he talk, keeps talking about the apostle, the disciple whom the Lord loves. The disciple whom the Lord loves. He never mentioned his name. He only called himself the disciple whom the Lord loves. You know when Jesus was on the cross, the only two people there was Mary, the mother of Jesus, mothers go all the way, and John. And so he looks at Mary and says, Behold your son. And looks at John and says, Behold your mother. Oh yeah. The one whom the Lord loves. Ah, that is real love. He says this one of uh, for us loving God is not love at all. Can I tell you something? You'll never give God anything good enough for Him. Yeah. The only thing you'll ever give God, that's why it says without faith it is impossible to please God. The only thing you'll ever give God is just believing that he loves you. But faith, like I'm bad, terrible, a sinner, faith, what? But you, you love me. Okay. Give me Hebrews 11, 5 and 6. I'll show you something interesting. Hebrews 11, 5 and 6. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Who had the testimony? Who gave it to him? No one. He decided. The guy woke up one day and said, God is happy with me. <laughs> in the midst of all this chaos I am pleasing to God God couldn't take it 
that someone could have figured that out. He came and took him. He's like, this one, I, I can't wait to have fellowship with this one. I can't wait another 800 years. You know those days they used to live those in, waiting for someone who, who really understands me. You want, to, you want God to be like he clicks you and you click him? Believe that you are pleasing to him. Oh, yes. That one, God couldn't wait. It's like, mm -mm 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 -mm. we will not go through the processes. Just come quickly. And the one we know is verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes, God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But this is a, 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 an addition to the other one. The other one is the first. That he had the testimony in Luke that he was pleasing to God. And says, without faith, it is impossible. Andrew Mark used to say, the Christian life is not difficult. It is impossible. Yeah, to be there and think you're going to do something and then God smiles. Forget it. Just be there. Hmm? Your royal fakeness. Christ Jesus, God is over the moon about you. That's it. This is the gospel. It stumbles every religious person. That's why Jesus, the Pharisees didn't like him. They had been working on their thing for many years. Now here comes a guy who says, <laughs> uh, that it's by faith your sins are forgiven you. And you think, who, who gave him permission to forgive sins? But that you may know that uh, the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins. Pick up your bed and walk. And then they couldn't say anything about that. Miracles are abundant for those who believe in God's love for them. Are there people? <laughs> Let me rush. What verse were we? Because we can't really finish the whole thing. Amen. That was verse 10. Not that we loved God, but that he, he loved us. In the book of Revelation, there's this church, the church of Ephesus, that God told that they have left their first love. Now, when you read about them in Revelation 2-2, you find that they were not doing anything wrong. So why does he say they've left their first love? Look, look what he says. I know your works, not your faith. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. Is there anything wrong with that? No. Great stuff. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not. And have found them liars. They even have revelation. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake, leading that mission of community and zone and location and whatever, and have not become weary. Yeah, even in rest month, you have energy. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Now you are asking, we are doing 
everything. How can you say we have left our first love? Because later on he tells them, go back and do those things you did at first. Which are those ones? Receiving his love, believing. That's why he says, I know your works. Now I'm not talking about this laziness where some people believe that Jesus will come and preach the gospel for himself. No. I'll talk about that another day because he tells Peter, do you love me? And says, I love you. Then he says, tend my sheep. This is how you show you love me. You take care of others. So I'm not talking about, I'm not affirming your theology if you're of that kind who doesn't want to do anything. People are dying of hunger right next door to you. You won't even buy a kilo of poso. No, that's not love. But I'm talking about when you go all the other way and your whole life is sad and annoying because you think that you're the one who makes the sun rotate on its axis if it does okay the earth you know you woke up this morning and it was just rotating no involvement of ours why god loves us look they've investigated planets even in other systems they can't find one with life he created one just perfect for us. No need to try hard. You just hang around. You throw things in the ground. They grow. You eat. It's all love, yeah? But he says these guys who are doing all these right things, actually, they've left their first love. May that not be us, right? Now, I need to finish. Let me finish with this one. Verse 14 powerful verse no verse 17 17 is critical love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this one now we need to read this to the end to make sense of it because i i feel like verse 17 is the pinnacle of this chapter it's like the ultimate truth of this chapter. But it's so deep that many people completely don't get it. So let's go to the end and come back. So it says, love has been perfected. Yeah, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Then verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. The perfection of love is talking about casts out fear. No, it doesn't say love casts out fear. It's only perfect love that casts out fear, not love. You can love a person and they still fear you. So I'm going to try and take you to a place where you see what perfect love is. If you allow. So it doesn't say fear. No, it says perfect love. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Verse 19 says we love him because he first loved us. So what is perfection of love? Okay. So, Pastor Bless and Solomon, come. Let's try out something. Maybe I'll try and explain it well. So, 
He says, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is Christ, so are we in this world. Now, this is the perfection of love. Now, many of us have grown up in extended families where sometimes when people lose their parents, other members of the family take in those people to take care of them. Make sense? Yeah. Story of our lives, many of us. So, let's say I took in these children and take care of them. Do I love them? Yes, because love is giving. So when it's school time, they bring their lists of the things, requirements, and bank slips for school fees. You pay, you make gweke, groundnuts, and off they go. You love them, right? Now, what God is saying that that's great, it's not enough, it's not the way he loves because God loves people. God does things for people. Even people who don't know God or even hate him, he still does great things for them because he loves them. Yeah. All the, heal, all the people Jesus healed were not believers. Yeah. None of them became a disciple. Blind Bartimaeus wasn't a disciple. All the people Jesus did miracles for were not believers. It's called love. But he says this is perfection of love. When he takes his identity and gives it to you. And gives it to you. And he says, wherever you came from, it doesn't matter. From today, you are Mukisa. You are Mukisa. Come on. And they call you by name. Because you can, you can bring children in a home and help them. It's different when you adopt them. Because once they are adopted, you're not helping them. Now you can be taken to court for not helping them. A person you're just helping, well, if you are out of help, yeah, we tried. Thank you. A, a one who is a family member, it, it, you're no longer helping. You're liable. That's what God has done for us. When God does a miracle for you, he's not helping. That's why it says those who believed him, those who received him, he gave the right, not the privilege. John chapter 1. He gave the right to become children, not dependents. Children. He says, He is joined to the Lord, is one spirit with Him, 1 Corinthians 6 17. This is the perfection of love. Because the child who is just being raised in the house, they will still fear that if they break the glasses or something, they may be sent back to their home. If they have been adopted, there is no home to send them to. It doesn't matter how much they mess up. This is their home. And that drives out fear. Amen. 
Why don't we stand and pray and close this service? Thank you, Father, for your kindness. Just start praying in the spirit if you know what that means. Oh, just, just give thanks to God. Pastor Bless, so you come back with your mic. Thank God for his kindness and his goodness. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the perfection of love. Thank you that you find no fault in us. Not because we don't have faults, but you have chosen not to find fault in us. Thank you because you love us deeply. You love us eternally. You've given us eternal life. That we will live. That we, we, we are loved. That we don't walk around in fear thinking that you will throw us out. That our salvation is eternal. That we have eternal life. So we bless you. We thank you. You're so kind. You're so wonderful. We give our lives to you this morning, Lord. We choose to walk by faith that we are pleasing to you. And that your love for us is forever. Thank you, Lord. Now, friends, I want to make an invitation. If you've not given your life to Jesus, if you've not received this kind of love that we're talking about, it's not. his love is for you to believe that he actually loves you that much maybe all your life you've grown up being told how far from God you are and he's so close right now he wants to love you he wants to heal you some of you are going through very difficult moments he wants to walk with you I've known what it means for God to walk with you in hard times God wants to walk with you through that shadow of death that will come out on the other side maybe you are invited by a friend maybe you've already been coming and you're like you know what I want that wherever you are I want to pray with you so I want you to just put your hand up where you are and say I'm giving my life to Jesus today if you want to give your life to Jesus today just put it up straight put it up straight so that I can see it I can see those hands thank you can you just walk and come here where I am come here let us pray together anyone else don't let this go let don't let don't let this moment go past you god loves you there is no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus thank you my brother welcome thank you my brother welcome anyone else anyone else you're like i want this i want i want to give my life keep coming just keep coming thank you my sister best decision of your life keep coming my sister come anyone else love is being perfected because as he is so are we in this world thank you my sister anyone else this place is open this this is this is your place come to the foot of the cross and receive mercy our god is merciful he's eternally merciful he'll never cast you out when you call on him at every location there's a pastor standing at the front just walk to where they are yes yeah thank you young men yes salvation is for the mature and the young thank you anyone else i'm convinced that there are people who are still thinking about it just make up your mind best decision of your life amen thank you my brothers and sisters can we pray together are you ready to pray with them yes. just pray just pray what i pray you pray after me say lord jesus lord jesus thank you for today 
Thank you for today. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving your life for me. Thank you for giving your life for me. I give my life to you today. I give my life to you today. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. This right here is Pastor Jonathan and uh, Stella. They are going to take your names. We want to just call you back and follow you up and walk this journey with you. Just, just come. Either the, most of them came this from this side, so we can go this way. Jonah, let's move this side where they are seated. They will be more comfortable. Thank you. Awesome. Amen. Amen. Now, one of the things that God does, the Bible says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. One of the things that God does as one of his expressions of his love for us is heal us of diseases. Amen. And we've had so many testimonies of people who are healed. So I'm going to pray wherever you are, whether in the room, online, at a location, at a hosting center. Just receive this. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you. If you can put your hand where the sickness is or you can just put it up. I'm praying for healing. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that healing is available even now. Oh, yes, I command sickness yes. to leave your bodies right Jesus. now. Every kind of sickness, every manner of sickness, yes, every cancerous tumor, oh, yes. every growth, yes. every genetic disturbance, yes, Lord. everything that causes depression yes. out of your minds, out yes. of your souls, yes, yes. I command wellness to come to you right now in the name, in the of, name Jesus. of Jesus. Receive healing yes, from Jesus. Thank yes. you, Lord. Yes, Thank Lord. you that you're making it happen right now. Yes, Lord. That there's nothing impossible for those who believe. Yes, Jesus. Thank you for healing us and restoring us. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for marriages. Oh, yes. Thank you that you're restoring marriages. Yes, Lord. That where love has grown cold. May there be warmth and renewal. Yes, Lord. Thank you for families. Yes, Jesus. Your plan for families is great. May our families grow closer. May there be joy. May we find peace in our homes when we get there. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming to Garage. See you on Saturday for the Lovers Gathering at 9 o'clock or Garage on Sunday at 9. God bless you so much. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.